of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host, YB. Join me tonight. We got a very special guest, Apple. I don't think you could have said that faster if you tried. Uh, I don't. I tried to do the intros actually really fast. <laughs> I, I might exactly. Have, I don't know. It might not have been my personal best, but I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> hi, hi. So, Apple, last time you were on SU, we built <laughs> some D&D characters. She drawer forever in my heart. <laughs> Now, this time, uh, I had been thinking, and I have questions for you. It's going to be like a little uh, interview process thing. Am I going to figure out, like, what my perfect snack is going to be at the end of this? Like, is this like what of a, is this like a quiz, or is uh, this just like... Nope. So now I hope you're not filled with <laughs> dread and disappointment. <laughs> uh, so, first... How how long have we known each other? Because we met when Avalos asked me to DM for you guys. Wasn't it mid-pandemic? So, Probably. like, I guess I it's been, I think it's like a year and a half now. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Uh, just over a year somewhere. A uh, year and a Two-year mark will be this summer. So we're well over the year and a half mark. <laughs> oh, all right, done. Because um, I know we just had our... What'd you say? It was session fifty. Fifty or something like that. session fifty. Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, wow, that means we've missed a lot of sessions. <laughs> Although we only well, also okay. do it biweekly. So it's biweekly. For a little bit, we were doing it weekly, and then it moved to biweekly, and it's been biweekly. And yeah, we've probably missed like I don't know four sessions. We normally can reschedule them. We normally don't skip a week. You know. I think we should have Rob's game on Fridays or Sundays. And, and then we, we can have D&D every week. Then we just go back to doing uh, the campaign that I DM for you guys every week. You're not going to find me complaining about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> But you guys already have two Friday games. And Sunday games get iffy sometimes because, you know, work the next day. Yeah. I mean, Unless you and Rob maybe switched every, every week. What, we already like you switched did... every week. No, no, I mean, like, so, like, you did Saturdays and he did Sundays, and then the next week he did Saturday and you did Sunday. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> is that too complicated? Yeah, I just want Saturdays. <clears throat> Saturdays are my... Was that, was that the first question? Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, how long we've known each other was. <clears throat> All right, so, when I started DMing for you, Hmm. Was it really? Was it your first time playing D and D? Essentially, um, like a real time. Like I played. Hang on, my friend's gonna ask me something. Is that all right? Yeah. And then we all sit in silence and wait because the question has been asked. 
Okay. Um, okay, so I'd played one session of a game with my friends once. Like, basically, I bumped, I jumped into their ongoing campaign. Um, it was my best friend, and her brother was running it, and some of their friends were playing it all together. So I'd played, like, a session before. And I had also listened to a, a D&D podcast in the past. So I wasn't, like... I wasn't. I, I knew what D and D was, but like, yes, that was like my first real campaign of like knowing it was going to be more than one session, most likely. Okay. Uh, well, now I have an additional question. What D and D podcast did you listen to? Uh, the Adventure Zone. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, have you listened? Have you heard? Of, you know about the Adventure Zone, right? Yes. Very. I okay, haven't yeah. listened to them much, but I know. I. I. I've. I've spread my ears across several D and D podcasts, <laughs> uh, and then I just, oddly enough, <clears throat> even with being home all day, it's I I don't find myself. I tell myself I don't find myself having enough time to listen to podcasts anymore, <laughs> uh, because I'm doing other things. Yeah, of course. Uh, whereas, like. <clears throat> My main podcast listening stuff was when I worked at the machine shop uh, out in Litchfield. Uh, you know, where I'm supposed well, to be you focusing listen? on something, but I'd have <laughs> earphones in and just be listening to podcast eight hours a day. If you think you were the only one listening to something. Oh, no. Everyone was. Everyone was. <sighs> but it's it's just funny that, like, now that I'm home and I, like, I don't really have anything to do. I find myself still saying I don't have time for podcasts. Pod- I'm, I'm doing other things. A multitask like, thing. Yeah. You never listen. You never sit down to listen to a podcast. Anytime I listen to a podcast, I'm driving usually. Like it's something to do while you're doing something else. <laughs> Fair. <clears throat> God, my throat is so scratchy. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um. So. What were some of your thoughts going into uh, that D&D session, essentially? Like, the character creation process and having somebody that you didn't know going to be D&Ding a game for you guys. Like, what, uh, I mean, that's well, that part. I mean, it was a little nerve-wracking just overall, it being the first real campaign I was going to do. It was the first time I had, like, role-played with my friends. Um, even though I knew everyone was going to be chill because we all wanted it. Like, we all were like, yes, we want to play TNT. So clearly we were all understanding that we were going to be role-playing and stuff like that. Um, I didn't care that I didn't know you. I trusted Avalos, and you were going to be the DM. Like, so it wasn't... It, I, it was, I was like, this is someone who knows what they're doing because Avalos is like, yeah, he's DM tons of games. And I was like, all right, this person's going to guide us through our journey. And then you became <laughs> a good friend of mine, so <laughs> it all worked out. Yeah, I don't know, like, how'd that guide through that journey go? <laughs> um, it's not your fault that I died, so... <laughs> wrong um, place, wrong time, man. <laughs> several times. Looking... <laughs> okay, no, no. <laughs> The, the kitsune, I would do that over again. Um, the one in the sewer, Alcina was a little peeved about that because Soren answered before Alcina could. Soren's like, yeah, fuck it. And then Alcina died. <laughs> and I was like, excuse you. Um, but looking back on it, the only thing I like, quote unquote, regret is that I can tell that she's my first character. Looking back on how like I arranged the stats and shit, I can tell she's my first character. I didn't understand how important constitution was to a bird who literally could only wear leather armor. 
Yeah, I mean, well, it's <laughs> it so much higher. <laughs> that's also, I mean, you start getting into like now you know how rogues feel and yeah, and, and wizards and sorcerers. Like, I mean, I I laugh when somebody approaches me and shows me their character sheet of like a wizard or a sorcerer specifically, uh-huh. and they have like. A ten or less constitution. Oh God! Because they're like, oh yeah, I had to figure this would be my dump stat. It's like, what? No, don't dump stat not con. Only, not only does that add to your health pool, which is already abysmal, <laughs> so bad, <laughs> but it helps you concentrate on all your spells. Yup. You know, <sighs> dump stat. No. So you've had two characters since. I mean, more than that. Across your campaigns, I've had two characters. Yeah. Well, I was counting Spectre and uh, Vix from Rob's game. I've done... We did two campaigns... I did two campaigns with Lex, even though the Halloween campaign never completed. And then... But we did a Camp Half-Blood one that went to completion. And then we also attempted to do a campaign with, like, John and them. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't count that one, because it was only, like, one session. That's totally fair. Um, <laughs> I, I barely count it. <laughs> So now that you've had a couple other characters under your belt, what mm-hmm. would you go back and do different with Elchina? Um, I definitely would understand that she's more of a ranged character instead of constantly beating people up with my stick. <laughs> <laughs> because boy, she loved that quarter staff. Um, I, I will say in the Kitsune fight. <laughs> <laughs> when your opening move was I fly over the gap to the where all the other orcs are <laughs> I was as a DM I was just like Well and it wasn't this even the end. you didn't even just stay in the air over on I that should've side. I that's something I would fix too. I literally never had Alchina floating. Like I used flying as a mo- a mode of transportation. I never had her hovering. Yeah. Like uh, I both thank you and I mean wish you had because I mean a lot of DMs they do sit there and say like you'd be surprised a lot of DMs will ban Eric Cocker as a race. I've heard that I think we talked about it before. Yeah, and it's so like oh that's so difficult. I know. At low levels it really is. It's if you have this is this is not anything against you. Okay. I know. If you have a a player who knows how to bend and twist the rules to their advantage, and Uh they're playing an Aarakocra spellcaster, nonetheless. (laughs) Uh, But a DM low level DM campaign, you can't do anything about that. Like most most like goblin arrows will barely reach them if they're staying at max range. Um. It is extremely difficult to to deal with a flying character. Sure. Um, so, but you also run the risk of if you allow that in your campaign and you know that that's a possibility. A lot of DMs try to counteract that with the same thing that they would with a character who min maxes all of their stats and has a really high AC at low levels. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes them almost impossible to hit constantly. We, as a DM, they'll start throwing bigger and badder things at you to counteract those specific character attributes, and then yeah. it's it's unfair for the rest of the party because that that monster or whatever is too overpowered for the people who 
are don't on the ground AC. or don't have yeah. the high AC, you know? For sure. I No, I see that, and I'm just like... Like, I think if I played Alcina again, I definitely would utilize the fly thing more, but I do think my intentions are never ill when it comes to D&D. Like, yeah. I do like thinking of creative things, but my goal is never to, like, fuck you over. <laughs> yeah. And see, that's what I, I think I appreciate most about your guys' group, too, is that, uh, like, even with 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 Ryan and, and a lot of his crazy-ass ideas that could... Some of them could have been very game-breaking. Uh, mm-hmm. He at least always runs them by me and sees what I, you know, asks my opinion on it. Um, Man, <laughs> speaking so. of interesting ideas, because we haven't had a cool plan in a while. We really had a lot of cool plans at the beginning of the campaign, like our backup yeah. plans. Yeah. I just can't believe I we know. never shoved a stick up someone's ass. Listen, <laughs> I turned it into a tree. <laughs> I am very disappointed because you guys constantly <laughs> plotted against me. And I I loved it. And then we started playing in Rob's game, and we made a channel for for plotting in Rob's game. Uh Crickets. We We haven't, to be fair, we haven't plotted in your game since either. Yeah, I know, but uh, now I finally get to be in on these plots, and now it's like, (laughs) we don't do it anymore. I think, like, some of it comes from our original character dynamics. Like, these, like, Gil was a plotter. Like, Gil was thinking of interesting ideas. List is not. And, like, Alcina was all for these ideas. Spectre's, like, I trust you guys as far as, like, like, the trust, the, the, the camaraderie of the first group is not there in our current group. And not that that's a bad thing. It's been very fun to play these current characters. But, like, it's a totally different dynamic. I feel like we plot in game, in character, in Rob's game. Yeah, usually, but normally it's not against rabbits, it's against the NPCs, like you throwing snakes at them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your go-to move. <laughs> well, listen, it's, I mean, people are afraid of snakes. I'm using that fear yeah. against them. I don't, I don't yeah. like snakes. <clears throat> um, but I mean, what would be creepier than having all of a sudden these poisonous snakes <laughs> show up, and then this little then tiny this. owl speaking parcel tongue at them to oh make them God. go away? It's horrifying. <laughs> <sighs> I wouldn't want to deal with the owl afterwards. Anyway, no. <laughs> so you say okay. That brings up another group, an interesting point in my in my view. Um, you say the camaraderie isn't there in 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 the current group that we play with Rob. Um, oh no, with you. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> with uh, Spectre and Ryder and all them. Yeah. Now it's different camaraderie we- than the first camaraderie. Now, why do you think that is? Um, is it because, because of how we were forced together? No, not necessarily. We there. I mean, I don't think that's. I don't think that's not part of it. But I don't like Spectre doesn't care about that anymore. I don't know how some of the other ones feel about it. But like, our first group, like we pre-established that Sora and Alcina and Rania knew each other for like a month before the campaign started, so it was really easy for them to be besties. Yeah. Like you know, and then. The rest of us were just like, yep, okay. I think the hardest one to wedge in at first, like, was Tiris. But then once she was in, she was in, you know? But that one took a little bit. That was rocky at first. Um, I remember when she, like, had her dramatic episode in the middle of the night where she ran away and, like, was like, I don't know. <laughs> she, like, had a vision or something. I can't she remember was, it all. She was staring at the broken glass. Yep. Yeah. Um, But, like, our current group, so, like, Rania. And Tiris are besties, right? And then Teleron fits in because 
he's Rainia's cousin, so they have a camaraderie. But, like, I feel like Spectre at first was like, hey, I'm just here because, my, you know, I was told to be here. And then there was a couple times where, like, she tried to, like, walk away to do something. And Rainy's like, where are you going? And then, like, Liss is like, I don't trust you guys at all. You're going to kill my dragon. And we're like, we're not going to kill your dragon. But Rainy's like, I might kill your dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah. And then Ryder, who I feel like Spectre, Spectre feels pretty close to Ryder. Like, she feels like they're chill. But, like, Ryder's like, I was supposed to get this guy. But now I'm just along for the ride because my boss said I don't need to go after the guy anymore. <laughs> just like we're all just kind of like well i guess we're gonna go kill a dragon like <laughs> like See, it doesn't feel like we I'm have surprised rob's character like he's not playing it up <laughs> to be a little bit more pumped to even go see a dragon that that old i know ryan's been rob rob's been very subdued recently i tried to say yeah. Ryder and rob at the same time and it came out ryan yeah which is a different person <laughs> because Ryder's dedicated a lot of his life to studying dragons. So. Yeah. Every time he was rolling for the first, like, six sessions, it was like, if it's about a dragon, yep. the advantage. Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm surprised he's not more, he's not playing Ryder as more curious with, with Native either. Yeah. I mean, you guys have a legit young dragon with you. Uh, but, I mean, it, it's his it's his preference to how he plays, I guess. Um <clears throat> so okay, back to the line of questioning at hand. <laughs> um so Alcino was your first character. Mm-hmm. Uh sadly she did die <laughs> seemingly finally because you've died, what, it was, we established it was three times? Yes. I, we, I'm pretty sure it's three times. Yeah. It's at least two, at most three. Um, and then you fell with the majority of the party uh, when when Balagos came. Um, Big bad red dragon, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then you made your second character. Now, which came first, Spectre or Vix? I think Spectre was first, and then, and then Rob's campaign was very, very shortly afterwards. Like, okay. they were pretty close in succession, but um, Spectre was first. Now, having played X amount of sessions as um, Alcina, yeah. what have you changed as a player going into both Spectre or Vix? Uh, and uh, have you found anything easier going into playing those characters? Because of your um, friends playing El Chino. It was an interesting adjustment to not having spells. as Because that was my first character and she had so many. Like literally every spell. And now neither of my characters have spells. I'm currently spellless on both characters. Um, but one thing I changed was like. My notation of character growth. Not that I felt like Alcina was inherently super lacking. But I feel like like I write down with Vix and more Vix than Spectre. I'm trying to work on a Spectre. With Vix, I literally make notes on things that, like, changed her thoughts on something. Or, like, something that I'm like, oh, she'll note that for later. Like, she's, like, um, she's a bit, <laughs> she was peeved with Lotus for a little bit because Lotus was so upset that Pebbles and uh, Vix went out to go kill that guard that sucked into the, the staff. And Lotus was like, that's not our place. But then Lotus later was like, let's kill bitches. And Vix is like, which is it? Is it not our place to kill bitches? Or are we going to go kill bitches? So, like, 
Vix is very conflicted about that right now. And I've literally noted it and I've taken like very careful notes about like her thoughts on it. And I'm trying to like do better to react the way my character would. And like, you know, when something specific happens, like the event with Spectre and Thorn, I took note of that, how Spectre felt about that. She was very excited about that. Like the getting all the trust and stuff. And like, so I feel like I've grown as a way to grow my characters I feel like that's what I've improved most on. And also, I understand the mechanics now. So, like, I understand what each ability score does. It, I literally, when I was making Alcina, was, like, looking up what the ability scores were. Like, because I didn't understand what, like, con meant. I didn't understand what wisdom versus intelligence was. Like, why they were different. You could have always, like, always asked me. I'm aware. That doesn't... I wanted to look... I wanted to understand it, though. Like, because I had, like, other people telling me, hey, this is what it means. And I was like, this... But it's not clicking. You know, it's like experiencing it helped me understand it better than like reading freaking about it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's been my biggest growth. Like if you open Vix's character sheet, you'd see a bunch of notes about just her mental path and like how she feels about Faya and how she feels about this and how she feels about like everything. <laughs> Now, you say one of the biggest differences is the fact that your two characters now don't have spells. Uh, do you find yeah, playing yes. a spellcaster harder or easier than playing uh, like a melee character? Or is it not necessarily about the difficulty, but about, uh, like, do you find it boring to play? I, I, I hear a lot of people say that it's boring to play melee without spells. Oh. No, it's I love it. <laughs> um, I love both. Honestly, they're very different. I feel like you can't even compare them because they're just so different. I think the, my problem was with Alcina is I sometimes treated her like a melee character because I'm so used to just hitting shit in video games. Like that's just right. I don't normally play games where either a spellcasting is an option or b I choose the spellcaster. Like I'm like, well, I'd rather shoot them with a the bow. I'd rather stab them than like try to like hit. QWS to load up my lightning spell, like you know, whatever the game is. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so I've always just played melee. You just described. I kind of <laughs> want to try it out. <laughs> um, in the in the Minecraft game that Lex uh brought, uh, brought Avalos and I are playing, you get to choose a class, and I chose assassin. Lex chose archer, and Avalos chose um mage. Believe it or not, um, and you can light, you can fire a spell off by doing a certain combination of clicks with your mouse, and it depends on what spells you've unlocked as to what combination you have to do. Um, gotcha. So that's what I was thinking of. But, like, I like Spectre and Vix a lot because I feel like I can just go in, stab, 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 and then sometimes I can just, like, even step backwards and be like, you can't touch me, that's right, I disengaged. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, so they're just very different it was hard for me to adjust at first because i was just like i literally just didn't know the classes um but now i i feel very comfortable playing both of them sometimes it's hard to switch between the two because i'm like sneak oh this one doesn't get sneak attack oh fury of oh no this one doesn't get fury of blows <laughs> see i always found because i've played a wide spectrum of characters over the years and yeah. like the last big big spellcaster that i've played was thorn i know <laughs> um, and i always paid attention like i it it's not that i don't pay attention when i play play melee classes that's that's not what i'm trying to apply here but when i'm playing a spellcaster class i'm paying attention to what everybody else is doing because i have a thought in mind about what i want to do next 
and that oh, might yeah. get altered by what other people do. Um, or like even positioning, like if, if somebody were to step in the way, oh, well, I can't do fireball now unless I gauge it this far over. And, you know, as a spellcaster, I'm constantly measuring and thinking. When I played so Jax, <laughs> Jax was my barbarian. I paid attention to the combat to the point where I knew where things were. Uh-huh. But it was so nice to just sit there and say, I run up and I smash it. <laughs> and then I smash it one more time. Mm-hmm. Then my turn and- is over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and a lot of people, like, they, they find that aspect of it boring. It's like, I don't think so. When when you're hitting something and doing, you know, 80 damage to it in a melee, just in a couple swings, you know, uh-huh. that's gnarly. Feels good. Yeah. Um, no, I, I a thousand percent agree. Like, the only, what's nice, what I think sometimes balances it. So, like, Vix, for example, has... I mean, both of them have magical weapons, right? Like, Vix has her cloak that she can turn into ravens. She has the Club of the Rook, which she can, like, hit 400 people, like, you know, 400 feet in a straight line. Um, So, like, things like that make it, keep it still slightly more interesting because that's, like, the only time I get to do measuring is, like, or, like, I'm trying to figure out how fast I can run. I'm like, okay, I can run five, you know, 50 feet over to this person and then stab them. (laughs) But it's definitely not the same as, like, I feel like my turn rarely gets fucked up the same way it did with Alchina. Like, normally with Spectre, I'm like, oh, well, that person died. I guess I'll go stab this person. But with Alchina, it'd be like, someone moved into the radius I was going to spike growth, and now I can no longer spike growth. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and it changes your whole turn. And if anything, sure, I... I And I always... I, I pay attention as much as I always do. Um, sure, I slightly had to, like, really focus more with Alchina, but sometimes I found that to be, like, a detriment, because... Um, I think I have ADHD, and so, like, literally right now, I am playing with a rock. I am tossing it, I am throwing it around, like, I'm literally just shaking it in my hand because it helps me focus to, like, do something else. So, if I had to focus too hard sometimes with Alchina, my brain would just get, like, kind of swimmy with thoughts, and I'd be like, okay, wait, what was I doing? And I'd just, like, lose my train of thought. So, sometimes it's nice to have less to think about. Alchina had a pebbles. She could have just tossed the pebbles from back and forth. (laughs) to help Magic. her. Fix. She just pulls out Pebbles mid-fight and is like juggling him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, whoo! Yeah, there's just Ooh. arrows flying by, <laughs> fiery explosions everywhere. <laughs> then she tucks Ooh. him back into her hood and then she <laughs> does something. Um, uh. What? I, I just had a question and I forgot it because now I started <laughs> thinking about Pebbles getting juggled. Whoo! <laughs> I will say, I mean, uh, I, I have to, th- I have to thank you, um, for having Elchina to begin with, because that kind of led to me creating Pebbles as a playable character, you know, yeah. for Rob's game, and I think I, I have some of some of the most fun playing Pebbles. Uh, Good. I'm glad like, something good came out of his trauma. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I, ha- he is a tortured soul. I, I do. I, there are com- like conflicts in his brain that, like, even the party <laughs> isn't fully aware of. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but just kind of being able to do what I feel like doing on a whim, 
and then being like, if I get into trouble, like if like Vix or, or, or anybody's like, Pebbles, what are you doing? All I have to do is turn around and bat these big little, you know, big, big owl eyes at people and just be like, whoo, whoo, and then everybody seems to forget <laughs> what I did. <laughs> Vix doesn't forget. Vix is still angry. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> now, Vix is like, you literally. <laughs> Now, okay, wait, hold on, what is Vix upset with Pebbles about now? No, sh- no, she's not upset with Pebbles oh. right now, but, like, if he if he did something and it was like, who, and turned around and looked at her, like, forgive me, she's like, I'm still, I still haven't forgotten the fact that we were in the jewelry store and suddenly you were my pet owl, <laughs> and, like, you didn't even warn me ahead of time. <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't think I was going to do it before that moment, that's the thing. <laughs> it, was, now, it was fun, though. It was a very spur-of-the-moment thing. Um... <laughs> Hey man, I found an earring and pawned it for fifteen gold. Um, and then, and then you say you say Lotus got mad at us when we went up and killed the the lady with the whip. Uh, do you not remember? Like literally, huge deal about it. There were a few epi- there were a few sessions there playing Pebble. Were you were- fog. I'll say my mind was a little foggy at the time. That might no, have literally. Been so the lady sucked herself into the staff, basically. Yeah. Like she and I remember put everybody in there. else walking away from it, made you dealing with it. Yeah, so Lotus or Vix was like, I wanna finish this and Lotus is like, That's not our job. We're not guards. Like why would we like why? Why would we finish it? And I was like, We we just killed everyone else. <laughs> What's your problem with finishing it? And they were just very upset about it and they even mentioned it again on the next session and I literally wrote it down and took note of it. Um and Vix was very much like you had like in Vix's mind. Vix was like you had no problem with us murdering everybody who took Grunhilda's cart. Like, and then we went to the Faceless Man's warehouse and literally obliterated everybody. And you're now having a conscience. Like, <laughs> what is the problem here? Yeah. I so mean, I can Vix that. was a bit upset about that. <laughs> but then, but, but then on the flip side, uh, Pebbles and Lotus go off and do random drugs. <laughs> That we have no idea what they do. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. All right. Uh, man, I, I swear Jeez. I had other questions. Now they're just flo- now. Now I just want to like, talk about <laughs> campaigns. <laughs> um, do you have questions? I don't care what we have. we could just talk about campaigns. Did you have questions about me? Are people supposed to know me? Do you I, know me? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I so. think you do. So. If you want to tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself, what do you do for oh. work? I'm a school photographer. When you don't break um, your foot. I know, right? Yeah, my ankle's currently sprained, so I can't walk. And half my job is driving and hauling equipment, so I can't exactly do that. I will be attempting to go back to work Wednesday and Thursday next week. We'll see how it goes. Um... I kind of pray that we somehow get a second snowstorm and it gets canceled, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no I take pictures for a living. I would like ten more snow tor- no, storms. No, they come this way after they're done with you. Or they could go south. They can go from north to south. I don't know. Just well, I don't think that's where the jet stream shoots them, but sure. <laughs> So I control the jet stream. I, I know you 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 uh you do side jobs um mm-hmm. editing. 
I video edit, yeah, I have a I have a degree in film production. I really would like to video edit full time, but um it, you gotta build up clients first, otherwise you can't afford that. Yeah. And you love horse games. I do. That's, I mean there's only one horse game that I play. <laughs> that, that's really anything anybody needs to know. What you do for work and what game you play. You can tell a lot about a person from those two things. Sure. And you, no, love you mean I'm fit to be an elementary school teacher? <laughs> and you love sushi. I do love sushi and ramen. And ramen. Now, I want, now I want sushi, Webby. <laughs> sushi and ramen, then it's cooked fish. No, I mean, that'd be, it'd be kind of soaked. It would kind of just disintegrate. Well, that doesn't sound appetizing. <laughs> I don't know how well, uh, the only sushi I've ever had is out of a Walmart cafeteria. And that's very disappointing, honestly. Yeah. And the only ramen I've ever had has been out of the Top the, Ramen. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's okay. Top ramen's good. But it's I not always, it's not I the always, same. I always see these pictures of ramens with an egg in it and it's like that was yes. fancy ramen. <laughs> yes. It's uh, they're soft boiled eggs that are normally marinated in the broth. They actually have a specific name for like the type of egg that it is. Oh. Um, it's my favorite part of the whole thing, so I tend to save it because I love it so much. The egg is the best part. <laughs> uh, have you? Uh, I know. I know you've watched uh, Good Mythical Morning. Uh, yeah. I think I've asked you. Have you? Have you seen the Mythical Kitchen show at all? With with Mythical yeah, Kitchen I watch it sometimes. Show? And Trevor and Nicole and yeah. uh, Viani. He made a uh, invisible ramen one time. Was it out of like a uh, rice paper? Like the it's like clear, the clear noodles and stuff, or like was yeah. it genuinely not there? Well, it was clear noodles, clear broth, and a and a, and a see through egg. <laughs> which is strange. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a science strange. thing. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, You're a really good interviewer. I'm not. I I lost track of <laughs> half my questions because I didn't write any of them down. Um, I mainly just wanted to come on here and talk to you about your essentially your your D and D your D and D career thus far. Um, you don't compliments I give you after every session. Say what? Said you don't you're you're checking to make sure I'm having a good time. You don't trust the compliments I give you after each session. Uh, Austin three sixteen says no. That's <laughs> I'm gonna whoop your ass. That's not the right one. Uh, Austin Austin three sixteen also says DTA don't trust anyone. I'm trying don't to figure, I'm trying to I'd find be a little offended things. if you don't trust me. I I do. I have a hard time with compliments. Uh, I am very... I am my own worst critic. I know. Uh, especially with DMing. Um, like, I chuckled when you were like, oh, I trusted Avalos that he was bringing in a DM that knew what he was doing. I was like, you, okay. Your world <laughs> is insane, Webby. It's so cool. And you do that. You do that all by yourself. Like, okay, it originally wasn't you, but, like, you run it all by yourself now. It is your world. And you literally have, like, stuff going on in the background. And I, like, just how do you keep track of it all? How do you, like, know what Arnie's doing and where Famine is and, like, what's going on in Star all at the same time? Like, that's insane to me. You're very talented. Well, I mean, 
I I appreciate the compliment. Uh but like so for instance, uh for the rest of the day, what what do you plan on doing today? Today? Yeah. Um, what are just some I'm of gonna... your plans later on? Uh, video editing and gaming. <laughs> Alright. So, you know, later on when you're video editing or when you're playing whatever, whichever game it is you choose to play, um, what do you think the Smosh cast is doing over on the West Coast? I don't know. I don't know. I don't either, but they're doing something over there. They're yeah. always doing something. I mean, that that's my, that's, that's my whole aspect of, like... No, it, is it's like, yeah. Just because the it's, players aren't there to witness an event doesn't mean events don't happen. And that's not what I meant. I meant the fact that you keep track of it all. Like it's so cool that you keep your world turning because obviously shit should happen when we're not there because that doesn't make any sense for it to be on pause while we're gone for two months. But like the fact that you actively keep track of it. Because you do know what's going on. Like, literally, Thorne was like, I have to go deal with something. And I was like, that's famine. And Thorne was like, what? And, like, the fact that actively we caught the advisor from Faystar, and then we dealt with him. And then we're like, like, you know, things are happening when we're not there. And the fact that you're keeping track of it is what's impressive. Oh, I just, that's just all in my head. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a, that's a skill. <clears throat> Never thought of it as a skill. I, it is. All right. I trust you. Good. See, it goes back to trusting you. Yeah, you should trust me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, like, especially when I first started DMing for you guys, like, yeah, you, you would message me and Avalos would message me and, and whatnot and tell me that you guys are having fun. I that's the only thing I can do is I can just trust that you guys are are having fun because ultimately I feel very strongly as a DM my number one job is to make sure that you guys are having a fun time. You know, we're it doesn't matter really like if you guys are fighting stuff or collecting loot or whatever whatever makes you guys happiest and and, and enjoy um, the game because I mean we're escaping reality to go play a fantasy game. Nobody wants to have you know reality in 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 their fantasy game. So, you know, fantasy in New York is way more exciting than real New York. What you barely Fant- even saw anything out of fantasy? New York. It was it was I that was like the most exciting thing that happened that whole time. <laughs> Abraham legit would have taken you out. I know. Brought you out to like get a slice of pizza from the local fucking pizzeria. Has your bread. <laughs> he has the ability to to hide what you look like to other people. I was gonna say, imagine someone's just like, oh, there's a seven foot tall wolf walking around. Yeah. I mean, you could have gone into Central Park, and I mean, it might not have ended well for you, but that's where the werewolves hang out in New York. <laughs> You're gonna live with the. It's an imposter. Yeah. They would have been like, what are you? They would have sniffed you. They would have been like, you're not a werewolf, but you're a seven foot tall bipedal dog that's talking. <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> no, Spectre was a little like too overwhelmed by the thought of seeing more of it. She was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to spend too many hours out there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If it wasn't for the fact that I'm, 
I, I am hesitant and or I don't feel like some of the content would land well with oh, some vampire? of this group. I would love to run a vampire game. I love Vampire the Masquerade. My heart will always <laughs> be D&D. D&D has been a big part of my life for a long time. Yeah, but vampire. I I have like I like diving back into Vampire the Masquerade. It's a very simplistic system. You only roll d tens, <laughs> so. <laughs> but it it can be dark at times, which I mean it's supposed to be. But I mean the whole point of Vampire the Masquerade is you are a vampire as a player. You are a vampire, and you have to blend in with human society somehow. Um. If you have to feed, you have to find a way to feed without raising an alarm or, you know, causing a panic amongst the people. Uh, Because if enough people find out that vampires are real, then there's a whole inquisition that happens again. Right. And I think that's an interesting game dynamic is, oh, you know, you are these uh, killing machines that could... uh, pretty easily handle you know say a human but the whole point of the game is you have to try to blend in with these people that you consider food so (laughs) and i mean there's a whole humanity thing and oh yeah yeah but anyway back to D. I forgot all (laughs) my questions anyway who's who's your favorite uh, character that you've played so far Mm. That's a hard one. I do think I'm leaning Spectre at the moment. Um, I just I end up really liking the Thieves Guild aspect a lot Same. because I really like your Thieves Guild. So. <laughs> Same. That's why I love playing rogues in general. Mm-hmm. Then that got ruined for me, so I can never play a rogue again. Why'd that get ruined for you? Oh, because of just oh, because of the no, no. You can play it again. Constantly. No, no. We, those people aren't around anymore. You can play a rogue again if you would like to. That's, that's what I'm starting. I'm starting to do it with pebbles instead. Good. I'm just gonna start stealing stuff with pebbles. But that's not even why. See, here's the thing. I'm too much of a bitch to steal shit. Um, so I like playing a rogue that's sneaky and like assassiny versus like thieving. But if you had a little bit more confidence in your thieving ability, would you would you want to try it? Not a specter, but like, I mean, maybe in the future. Oh, well. Alright, don't play with that deck of cards then. <laughs> <laughs> See, I Spectre just doesn't like like she'll steal if like the, the guild is like, hey, go steal this. She'd be like, I mean, okay. But yeah, like mirror. Hand mirror. <laughs> that was that, I knew what he meant. I knew what he meant. I figured it out. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. But <laughs> Um, but like she still doesn't quite she doesn't care about material stuff so she's like I don't know why would I take it from somebody else like she just doesn't care enough she'd only steal it if she needed like needed to for a job not because she'd want to do it for herself because she does not care about like wealth at all and, and see Thorn, <laughs> Thorn was kind of the same way when I played Thorn um, like I had written into his backstory because when I, when I started playing Thorn I was already that recruit um, position in the Thieves Guild 
And I had written through his backstory. He had gone through the whole, oh, you know, he has a contract to go break into this house and steal paintings or whatever. So he's had his fair share of, like, B&Es. Uh, mm-hmm. But when I started playing him, he was already the recruit. The recruit, but I, I still accepted contracts when they came up mm-hmm. to break into areas to acquire different items. Um, but only if the if the guild asked me to, or or if it was mm-hmm. needed in a city that we didn't have a foothold in, and I happened to be there. Um, which I feel like Spectre's probably the same way. It's like, you know, you have your, because like when I played Thorne, I felt he had his expertise, his, his area of expertise. And unless the guild wanted him to do something else, I mean, he did his adventuring thing. Um, you know, he, he constantly had one thing, two things, three things on his plate at a time. And unless the guild asked it, it now, if the guild came up and said, Hey, we have, we need you to do something for the guild he paused everything else and got the guild work done. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and sometimes that caused problems, but you know, I originally I was in a group of with six other people. Uh, one other person was a thieves guild member with me. Three other people detested the fact that I worked for a thieves guild, but deferred to me as the group leader and always followed wherever I went. I was like, oh. mm, I don't understand what's <laughs> happening right now. Oh my god. So. Uh, so Spectre's your How tall favorite is... character. How tall yeah. is Thorn? I, I yes. saw you message me that earlier. I forgot to answer. I felt inspired to draw a picture of Spectre and Thorn together, but I didn't know how tall uh, Thorn was. And I also want his reference picture, please. With his tail, just shy of two feet. Like, his tail is part of... So if he stands on his tail? Well, I mean, like, length. Like, if he's... Because he's, when he scurries, he runs on all fours. Yeah. So, so he's two feet long. He's just shy of two feet long. When he's standing up, he's about the size of pebbles, really. He's... I'd say maybe a under a foot. Just shy of a foot when he's standing up. Okay. Uh... As far as a reference, I can get, I can find you a reference picture. I mean, <laughs> literally no. just small mouse. <laughs> I, but he has a specific icon. I wanted that because that's oh, you chose right. that for him. All right. But um, also, questions. You have questions or me? No. What questions? Oh, More questions. Dude, I'm, Ask I'm, me. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, I really don't know if I have. Okay, I'll end on uh, on a hard question for you. Oh, okay. What if it's not a hard question? Oh, it's going to be a hard question. Oh, okay. Out of all of your characters, uh huh. All of your traveling companions that those characters okay. have had. Uh huh. Who is your favorite traveling companion? Hmm. Well, if I was like looking, it depends on whose eyes I'm looking through. Like, Alcina and Rainia were besties, and that was a fun dynamic to play with, was the fact that they knew each other already, you know? So, like, I'm very biased towards Rainia, but, like, hmm. I love Pebbles, but that's just because I love Pebbles. <laughs> yeah, no, you and you and Rainia are probably my in my top three, easily. Top, mm-hmm. top three? 
That's only two. I don't know who. Yeah, I know. I feel like someone else is up there, but I just don't know who. All right. Okay, let me ask you this, too. Alchina. Uh Uh-huh. If you had to put a label on the relationship between Alchina and Pebbles... What, what? N- now, not from Alcina's point of view, because from Alcina's point of view, it's obviously pet because uh-huh. Pebbles didn't, At the moment. Pebbles didn't gain <laughs> essentially quote unquote sentience, sentience <laughs> until after Alcina died. Um, but from, 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 from your standpoint as Apple, uh-huh. what, what would you label their relationship to be? It feels like parental. That's what I felt too, but I felt weird. Like anytime it's been brought no, up in no. Rob's game, he's just like Pebbles is just like, yeah, this is the somebody who cares about me and I care about very much, and I just don't know how to label it. Like I don't want to say this is my mom, <laughs> you know. I mean, to Pebbles it is, but I I, I didn't I don't know I I didn't I didn't. You should know. see what Pebbles thinks. If he feels comfortable saying that, obviously. Yeah. I feel like if he says, oh yeah, this is my mom, I'm trying to bring her back from the dead, then it's going to become much more of an <laughs> urgent thing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, where, like, it's it's not that it's not urgent to Pebbles, but Pebbles understands that there's, like, time-sensitive things happening right now. So... Hey, maybe we'll find a cool cleric at the World Tree. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. It's like a cool one. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. I'm not gonna lie. I kind half part of me, not even half, a little like a smaller section, maybe like a fourth of me, wants to bring Alcina back. Oh, I don't think I can. I think I'm well past the time frame of it anyway. But I wanted For to what? bring Alcina back with uh, reincarnation. So she had a chance of coming back as like a hobgoblin. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> I would hate if I got something <laughs> shitty. <laughs> well, hold also, on. have have you thought about asking Faya what's within her realm of power? I, you know, I thought about it, but I've only really met her once. Nah. Yeah, start being a better disciple. <laughs> I don't think I'm being a bad disciple. No, you're not. Lix just recruited like 29 people to Faya's side. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pebbles is not recruiting. Uh, it's not that he's ag- he's against recruiting. No, it's just not on his <laughs> forefront of his mind, I guess. Uh, yeah, there's a chance that Vix might eventually dip into Paladin. It depends on how this goes. Uh, roll a, roll a d100 real quick if you got one. <laughs> okay. I, I'm curious to see where this would land, and if if I did it by the old twenty one vanilla ass reincarnate rules. Twenty one. Yep. So Alcina would come back as a mountain dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> she would be so sad if she didn't have her wings. <laughs> well, she'd be like. No. <laughs> she, so you try to reincarnate her, and the body starts to form. You realize it's not Narakakra, and she goes, "Nope." And then the body just shrivels up. <laughs> she's <laughs> so I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck this." 
He's like, I got wings in the afterlife, bitch. <laughs> <clears throat> she had wings in, in the in the pre afterlife. I know. <laughs> yeah, but coming, she wouldn't want to come back to life oh, and be like, no wings. <laughs> to be fair, using the vanilla reincarnate list because I just quickly pulled it up on my second monitor. There is nothing <laughs> on here that has wings. Oh my God, technically, Clean. eventually, Dragonborn, and I think maybe Tieflings. Uh, a few different Tiefling types can, huh. but that's it. <clears throat> that's why I had to make Some... a new reincarnate list. No, that's fair. Because, I mean, so many things have been added. There's also, you can yeah. throw other things in there, like homebrew, if that's canon in your world. Like, yeah. why wouldn't it be possible? Um, I found it interesting that Abram... Is it Abram or Abraham? Abraham. Okay, um, I was surprised he had never seen a wolf kind before. I mean, I guess we're pretty rare, but, like, he's, I was like... He's seen a lupine before. <laughs> but he was able to distinguish the fact that you're not a werewolf. That's <laughs> I mean, why that's why it threw him off. He was like, ah, oh, dog, wait. Because, <laughs> I mean, wolf kind, I mean, that's that was a homebrew thing that, you know, we I just let you have. Um, yeah, I know. So, now that it's written in the world, it's, I mean, they could be a rare race. It's, it's, you don't see them very often. That's for sure. So. But I mean, you also don't see too many minotaurs either. True. Or common race. Or Aarakocra. I mean, we've seen one. Aarakocra live on the, live in the mountains. They're mountain people. Or in, or in the fucking air domain or whatever. Yep. Oh, good thing Spectre Some... didn't go there. Some part of me wishes that, like, I wish that, like, they had been digging through the old cart in your campaign, and they're like, oh, look, it's one of Alcina's feathers that she molted, and then they, like, mailed it to Arnie, and Arnie was like, <gasps> I don't know what Arnie would do, like, I don't, Arnie's, Arnie's on a trip right now, like, I know he is, <laughs> I don't know. What's his reaction going to be if and when Alcina comes back to life and she messages him? Because that is like literally two people she's going to message immediately is Thorn and Arnie. Because <laughs> after she hears that her party is dead. <laughs> I mean... I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, there's a few different <laughs> outcomes that I could possibly foresee happening. And, you know, if he gets a message from you... uh well, first off, it would have to be through somebody else. Somebody, yeah. So they would have to believe that person is telling the truth. You could ask a question that only Alcina would know. Um, ultimately, I feel like Arnie, it would go one of two ways. Either Arnie would then feel like the person messaging him is poking the bear, so to speak. Uh-huh. And just trying to, you know rub in the face that Alcina, that he just lost his best friend. Uh, just lost? It's been like a well, month. <laughs> yeah. But, so, it might cause him to, you know, have a violent outburst and, and or hunt that person down. Um, <laughs> On a different continent? Okay. Or, like, if, if Alcina showed up, or or whatnot, or if he believed, that might be what kind of shakes him out of this state that he's in. 
Um, My poor boy. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I know. Because what what would Alcina do if she went to the grove where Artie Arnie was supposed to be watching over and it's vacant? If he left, yeah. Ah, uh, fucking ask around, see what happened, hunt him down, but also try to figure out, like, try to figure out how to be in two places at once. It'd be like, the look left, look right, look left, look right. Because <laughs> so. she'd watch over the grove, but she'd also want to know where his dumb ass went. <laughs> right. What if there was no grove to watch over? Um, She'd sit there and do the, the thing where you sit down for eight hours and you fucking grow plants. <laughs> Plant growth. I yeah, mean, that would make that would make the soil more fertile. So, she I mean, do well. There was the one. What did the one that uh, what is what was the one that uh, fucking Rainia did? But also, Alchina's like level nine. She's got some decent spells. Uh, well, yeah, I I, I will say up. this later on. Uh, druids learn. Uh, I believe it's a spell just called Grove. Yeah, they can just like grow a whole fucking forest. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where they regrow. You know, groves and stuff. She That's just go beat up do. some some fucking ferrets for a little bit to level up. <laughs> the the Kitsune's grow forest. I know, I know. Let's see what's the best spell I got for that? He talked to one of the trees, and he sounded like a stoner. You're he was right. Very relaxed. I can't believe I had tree stride, man. Not that that's the cool one, but I had tree stride. Yeah, tree stride. I think just allows you to move through trees. Yeah. Yeah, you need to travel via plants. I know. That's one Pebbles is waiting for. <laughs> well, yeah, but of course he's waiting for that. It's the best one. Hell yeah. Can you? Could he just travel? Because he's seen all the trees in the mainland. Could he just travel to the mainland? I don't know, because of the way I that think... the mist works. Hmm. So. Yeah, but like people in the mist, even if they had plant. Like whatever it is, plant walk or whatever. They've never seen the trees in the mainland, so like, right. why? I just don't know if the mist prevents all travel in and out, or if it's just planar travel. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's just planar travel, then yeah. I mean, he could get everybody to like mid gulch. You know, that'd or, be crazy. <laughs> or some that forest that's between mid gulch and. Trade Valley, the Kitsune Forest. Well, the Kitsune's in, yeah. I mean, he's been to the Grove. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true too. Um, but that's that's only if the mist doesn't prevent all sorts of magical travel. Because right now, the only thing that you got that anybody's seen come in or out of the mist as far as traveling has been airship. So. Okay, so it says, okay, all normal plants in a 100-foot radius center at this point become thick and overgrown, um, but that's only, like, temporary, I think. Which yeah. one? Oh, plant growth. I was just reading about it. Like, the one action versus the eight hours. <laughs> yeah, eight hours makes the land within, like, a mile more fertile. Half-mile radius, riched. Yeah. Which, it is a mile, like, from point to point. Yeah. And it produces, I think, twice as much yield. Growth, yeah. I can't believe I don't have another better one than that. Fifth level spell slots. I don't have a better one than that. 
So I, I use greater restoration on plants. <laughs> uh, if it's a plant creature, maybe. All right. So what was you, you were gonna say something? <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to. Uh, does greater restoration say target creature? Or just oh, target? a creature you touch. Yeah. I mean, I could talk to all the trees, the tree guards. They're creatures. Those are treants. Yep. Um. All right. So I have one <laughs> final question. Then we'll wrap up. Uh, so I know one of the harder things for you when we first started playing D&D was your role playing. Yeah. Uh, and just like everybody else, it, it was just a matter of, you know, essentially, I, I guess, kind of like just being shy about it. Yeah. Um, do you think that you've grown out of that with our with especially with our group like are, are you a lot more comfortable role playing now i am a lot more comfortable i think it'd be a long time before i ever got a pet again because i'm traumatized <laughs> i will say i know that that we we had had talks and i know that that had kind of gotten to you a few times when we had yes. talked about you not not feeding pebbles like for like a week. <laughs> because I literally thought about it 90% of our campaigns. Like I literally thought right. about 90% of the sessions and I just didn't feel brave enough to be like, we're sitting around the fire. Alcina feeds pebbles. Like I literally couldn't do that for some reason. <laughs> right. Um, well, with I will say without that, I mean... Pebbles would not be nearly as disheveled as he is now. I mean, <laughs> I enjoy that, that, you know, that fun interaction that we had. That I mean, it was all those jokes were made in jest. And, and I know that you know that now. Um, but that kind of led to what Pebbles is now. <laughs> and I wouldn't want Pebbles any other way. I don't think he would have been much bigger. I think he could still be disheveled and haggard from literally being in her cloak while she died multiple times. I mean, true. But, like, I don't know if you've noticed, but every time we sit down and eat and there's any type of meat or whatever in front of Pebbles, he usually scarfs it down. scarfs it down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll growl at other people around him, puts his little feathers Uh, around it. I think what bothered me more than, like, that was um, a couple times... Someone made a joke that, like, Pebbles would be the one to finish Alcina off. And I was like, I hope he doesn't hate me. Which I know you don't portray yeah, no. Pebbles as hating Alcina, but I was like... No. Of course not. Uh. So. But I think that's where we will wrap this episode up. Um, D&D! <laughs> D&D! Uh, where can people find you, Apple, on social media platforms? Um, I'm on Twitch a lot. I've been trying to stream more. It's Apple Schloss, S-C-H-L-O-S-S. Um, I also have a Twitter, and that's about it. <laughs> Alright, is your Twitter also Apple Schloss? Apple Schloss 21. Alright. Do you, uh, no. What? What? Alright, so do you remember AOL? Did you ever say that like way before you? <laughs> I know what AOL is. That doesn't mean I really used it. What about AIM? Did you ever I never AIM? was a messenger oh. person. 
All right. That that negates my last question. I was going to say what is like what was your first screen name you ever used? Um it was the one that I remember. It was either so I had one that was my initials and my birthday. Really genius um username by the yeah. way. Um <laughs> you know, internet safety. Um the one that I remember that was like probably my first first username. But the one that I had that was like more unique after that was Joe Jonas Lover 1320. Well. Mhm. I guess you From love Pop Tropica. I did. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that being said, that's where we're going to end the episode. So thank you for listening, everybody. Um, as always, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Jack's Forest Walker, all one word. On Twitch at DM Webby, which I eventually will start streaming again. Um, and on eBay at looking to steal stuff for Devin. Uh, thank you, everybody, and fuck Booster Gold.